I'm Patricia Pierce. Welcome to the Evolutionary Activist Podcast. We are living at an important moment in our history, a time that is calling us into a new way of being, a new consciousness from which a sustainable, just, and peaceful future can arise. In this podcast, we explore ways to help that future take hold within ourselves so that together we can help it come forth in our world. Hello, evolutionaries, and welcome to this week's podcast episode. This past weekend, I gave a talk at the Center for Contemporary Mysticism in Philadelphia, and the topic of my talk was When Mysticism Challenges Tradition. And there will be a video available of that talk, which I will make available through my website um, when that's ready. And yet I also wanted to speak to that topic a little bit today because I am fairly certain that most people, maybe all people who listen to this podcast, have had this experience of their own spiritual journeys moving them beyond the confines and the belief structures that, that they grew up in and inherited. And there are a lot of ways that that can happen. We can intellectually move beyond some of the doctrinal understandings and previous worldviews, I'll say. So intellectually, we can move beyond the belief system that we may have inherited. We may be exposed to other paths along the way that resonate very deeply with us in a way that maybe the tradition that we grew up in doesn't. And we can also then have mystical experiences, experiential encounters with a reality that is greater than ourselves. And those encounters will often take us into an awareness that the belief system that we have been raised in just can't really accommodate. And so it was that latter, the third of those, the mysticism topic that I was addressing this past weekend, because that has been part of my own evolution, these mystical experiences opened me up to this interconnected reality that the belief system had not really equipped me to experience. And in the course of that, I came to also see how there were aspects of that belief system that actually were obstacles to opening up to that awareness, that unitive consciousness, or it's also called non-dual consciousness. Now, when we have these experiences, experiences, these mystical experiences that challenge the worldview or the belief system that we grew up in, it can be a fairly turbulent experience because we can have a lot of emotions around that. We can there can be a sense of elation when we have these experiences initially, but then but then there is this work of, well, okay, but how then do I relate to this tradition that I have been part of? And there can be a lot of feelings in that. There can be fear, there can be grief. Um, there can be sometimes anger and a sense of betrayal. There can be confusion. So there can be a lot of different emotions that come forth when we are navigating those sorts of experiences and trying to figure out now, okay, how then do we relate to 
a tradition that perhaps has been very central in our lives. Now, I want to just speak to one aspect of that, which is I think a lot of times we may feel that we are betraying the tradition or betraying uh, the communities that we've been part of. And yet, what I have come to see is that when belief structures and belief systems become codified, when they become institutionalized in, for example, institutional religion, they're not necessarily reflecting the level of consciousness of the figure that spawned this new path or this new spirituality. For instance, in Christianity, Jesus is someone who experienced non-dual consciousness. He's someone who experienced union with the all, with the greater reality, and was inviting people and urging people to leave behind the egoic stories of separateness and enter into this, what he called the realm of God or the kingdom of God, this experience of being in this non-dual reality. And so he was one who embodied, who experienced and embodied that consciousness, that non-dual consciousness that I talk about a lot in this podcast is the thing that now is emerging on the planet and and it needs to emerge because the time has come. Our egoic stories cannot take us where we need to go. So Jesus was someone who was embodying and experiencing that consciousness and calling people into that consciousness. And yet the religion that came forth in his name reflected in many ways the dominant consciousness of the time. And this is what happens when these religions and belief systems become institutionalized. They usually reflect to a very, very large degree, not the consciousness of the figure that spawned the path, but the consciousness that was prevalent at the time that it it was institutionalized. And so if we understand that, we can we can begin to understand that when we have these mystical experiences or these things that take us beyond the confines or the architecture of that belief system, we in fact are not betraying the intent or the essence that is at the core of that belief system. The belief system arose as a way to to preserve and pass along the teachings of the of the figure that spawned it. And if that is the intention, then we are not violating that intention by living into that non-dual consciousness. We are in fact fulfilling that intention. And spiritual leaders and spiritual masters and and you know the the avatars They've been the forerunners, the ones leading the way and showing us where we all are headed. They exemplify that. And so we are being true to that when we open ourselves up and allow ourselves to transcend those sometimes archaic and obsolete belief systems. Now, in the Christian tradition, this weekend, this Sunday, is Pentecost, and that is a story where it, it's a story of a collective mystical experience. 
It is a story of a community all together experiencing this mystical encounter. And it's told in these very interesting and symbolic uh, ways of flames of the spirit descending and and lighting on each person's head. And, And they were enabled then to transcend the boundaries and the barriers of their cultures and their language. So they, they had this moment, this experience of, of being unified and united, regardless of the cultural and linguistic barriers between them. So that's an example of how the mystical experience helps us transcend the boundaries and barriers of this world of form that often reflects the egoic mind of separateness. And along with that story of Pentecost, I think, and I've mentioned before, you know, this this image that we've all seen of Notre Dame Cathedral on fire. And if we look at that symbolically, you know, the, the, the tongues of fire were leaping from that steeple, from that spire. And so I wanted to just bring all of this to us today because when we have these mystical experiences, that may have the effect of taking us beyond the belief systems that we grew up in. I think it is helpful for us to remember that we are fulfilling something. We are fulfilling a destiny, if you will. We are fulfilling an intention to move into this divine consciousness or Christ consciousness or non-dual consciousness This is the time on the planet when this shift is happening, and it's the time when we've sort of painted ourselves into a corner where it has to happen. We've alienated ourselves so much from the natural world and one another that we now have no choice but to transcend that illusion of separateness, to transcend that egoic mind, to enter into this flaming reality of our inner beingness, our interexistence. And so I just wanted to leave that with us this week and and also just to invite all of us to open up our own minds and open up our own hearts so that we can be open to whatever it is that wants to come into our lives and come through our lives and to not let beliefs and systems of thought and worldviews of the past keep us from this moment of opening to the truth of who we are. And until next week, I bid you peace. Peace.